0: Yankees spring training rolling along down in Florida and Tampa. Tim McMaster here along with Brian Hoke, our MLB.com Yankees reporter. And Brian, we're going to get through some of the guys who are pitching really well. A lot of the starters are pitching exceptionally well recently for the Yankees. But we got to start with the newest Yankee because the team has announced that they've signed Ernesto Frieri to a minor league deal. It comes with a big league invite. And here is a perfect example of guys taking advantage of the World Baseball Classic. Freire hasn't pitched in the big leagues since 2015, but he pitched for Columbia in the WBC. He pitched well. Scouts took notice, and now he's at Yankees camp.
1: Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity, and that's exactly the kind of guy who needed a chance like that to be on a stage. And uh, he had one outing against the Dominican Republic, which obviously was a stacked lineup, and, He pitched pretty well, got a double play on Robinson Cano. So, you know, I I think the Yankees probably saw that and said, hey, if he can do that against Robbie Cano, well, maybe he can do it for us. So I I think that Joe Girardi says he's going to have a legit chance to make the team. Uh, He's obviously coming in a little bit later than everybody else, but uh, he's been pitching competitively, so it's not like he has to start from scratch here. So I I think the Yankees will give him a legit chance to see what he has the last couple weeks of camp.
0: I mean, this is a guy who at a time, was a proven proven closer in Major League Baseball. Obviously, that was a number of years ago. Uh, but it's a guy that's been in that pressure of a ninth-inning situation, and you know he can do that. Um, so you would think that translate, obviously, to earlier in the game. And you would think he's a guy that, that can handle pitching in New York, probably.
1: You would think so. And and the thing is, you're not going to look at Frieri to come in and be the closer. They just spent... $50-plus plus million dollars to get a closer. Uh, he's not going to be the eighth-inning guy. Dylan Batanza's got that on lock. He may not even be the seventh-inning guy because Tyler Clippard is here. Uh, I, I think that a guy who's proven he can do it on that stage, if he's, if he's your fifth, sixth-inning guy, uh, you're in pretty good shape. So I, I think he's got a chance to make this team. Uh, I think that they've got a lot of other young arms that they want to take a look at. But, uh, you know, Volume and numbers, it it never hurts to have more choices to to take a look at.
0: All right, let's move on to some of the other starting pitchers in this team that have really looked good lately. we got to start with Michael Pineda. Five perfect innings on Wednesday night, five strikeouts along the way. I guess they expected him to throw four innings, but he was so economical getting through the four that he went out again. And, I mean, this is good Michael Pineda. We see good Mike Pineda and bad Michael Pineda. This is the good part, and it's nice to see it in mid-March.
1: It was even better than that. He struck out five straight, but he had eight in total. So, oh, yeah. I, you've seen this before when Pineda's really on, he's on. And uh, you know, I keep thinking back to the Mother's Day game two years ago where he struck out, I, I more than a dozen. I, I don't remember the number off the top of my head. I think it was sixteen. Um, he had a couple last year with double digits. I mean, he's got that kind of stuff. And I, I remember talking to Austin Romine about it earlier this spring, and he says, "Yeah, he's that good." You. you you, it's fun to catch a guy like that because you never know this could be the game where he's going to strike out 15 and so i think that Taneda. obviously we keep talking about his stuff everybody knows about it by now uh it's all just getting it together and if he can be that guy five out of six times eight out of ten guy, eight out of ten times uh that's gonna be huge then you're talking legit cy young contender the way that cc sabathia talked about the problem obviously has been he hasn't been able to do that and Uh, It's something they've worked on with him, focusing, trying to finish innings. They talk about that a lot. They've been trying to drill that into his head. You have to finish the inning. Uh, Two strikes, two outs, finish, finish, finish. And I think the message is getting through. So uh, you go off what you've seen so far in spring training. uh, He looks really good. I I feel like we've talked about that before, though. So I I am curious to see how how it plays out in the regular season.
0: Yeah, you wonder what the next start is like. That's always the question with Pineda when he looks this good is, will he look this good next time and the time after that? Uh, So five perfect from Pineda, four perfect from Tanaka on Saturday. He had seven strikeouts in that effort. I mean, these guys seem like they're in a good place at this point in the spring when you still have a couple more weeks to get those, those innings up, the pitch limits up, but at this point to have this kind of sharp stuff is a good sign. Best possible
1: case for the Yankees, absolutely, because for this team to get where they want to go, which is to be a playoff contending team, uh, they're going to need Masahiro Tanaka to be what he was last year, and they need Michael Pineda to be what they think he can be. And so if, if those two things happen and you get contributions from CC Sabathia, and whoever winds up uh, getting the last two spots in the rotation, they'll be in good shape. But they absolutely need that to continue. They need Tanaka to be that guy, and they need Tanaka to step up and take that next step forward.
0: Obviously, one of the guys battling it out for one of those last two spots is Luis Severino. Uh, he pitched on Tuesday, gave up a home run to Ricky Weeks Jr., but overall not a lot of mistakes in that when he struck out the side in the third inning. And uh, Yankees.com, there's a story right now, Brian, about the fact that He's trying to slow down, slow things down, which I think is something a lot of young pitchers have to figure out.
1: For sure. And I think that uh, for a guy like Severino, who came up at the end of 2015 and pitched with such success, uh, you know, maybe the game seemed a little easy then. Uh, he was basically handed a rotation spot coming into camp last year. Uh, he would have had to really collapsed in spring training, not to open the year in the rotation. But his collapse came in the regular season when he was 0-8 as a starter. Um, it did not work last year. And, and the Yankees are still trying to figure out who is Luis Severino. Is, is he the guy that you saw at the end of 2015 who helped them fight for a playoff spot? Is he the guy who really struggled in the rotation last year but then was dominant out of the bullpen? And Brian Cashman, I, was asked, I asked him that question earlier this spring, and he said they don't know. They really don't know. Uh, they want him to be a starter, and I think he's going to get every chance to win that recreation spot. Uh, I think he's pitched well enough to take it at this point, but they, they don't know if he's going to be a starter or a reliever long-term. He would prefer to be a starter. I think you, you hear that a lot. Uh, there's not many guys that you talk to in spring training and say, yeah, I would actually prefer to be in the bullpen. Uh, everybody wants to start. It's fun to be out there. It's fun to start. Uh, they think he can, but they're not sure he can. So this is the, this is his chance. And let's not forget, he is just 23 years old. Uh, I mean, this is he would be far from the first guy to ever struggle in a big league, figure something out, and come back and do really well.
0: In fact, I, I think that happens more often than it doesn't happen, that guys have to face that struggle first before it comes together. Austin Romine uh, hurt his thumb this week. I guess the x-rays are negative. Is he going to miss a few days, though?
1: A couple days, but uh, they, they believe he should be back in when the Yankees go across the state. They're going to go check out that new ballpark on the other side and, and see how that looks in, in West Palm. So they think Romine's going to make that trip. Um, if he doesn't, it's not really going to make too much of a difference because uh, Girardi said that Romine had a leg up on the competition anyway. I know we talked about there were competitions in right field and first base and also for backup catcher, but uh, I think that if Roman can stay healthy and – uh, he's fortunate that the X-rays came back clean. Uh, he's going to be the backup catcher, and Kyle Higashioka will begin the year at AAA. And, and that's pretty much locked in at this point. So uh, barring any unforeseen injury or anything like that, I, I think Romine will be coming north with the Yankees.
0: I'm not sure a bus ride across the state of Florida is the motivation you're looking for to get a guy back in the lineup.
1: <laughs> You're right. Maybe he'll say, hey, I gotta. I better get treatment here. You know, the ice is just as cold in Tampa as it is in West Palm. Maybe I can just hang out in the trainer's office. But I, I think that if there's one thing you can take from Austin Romine, I, he does love to play. He comes from a baseball family. His father, Kevin, uh, played for the Red Sox, obviously, for years. His brother plays in the big league. So uh, this is a guy who likes to be on the field. And So uh, I, I don't think that that's going to be the case. I, I would – Bet that he's going to be on
0: that bus, Brian. The baby bombers continue to produce this spring. Uh, Bird is cooled down from a power standpoint after he got really hot early on, but but Aaron Judge coming on again on uh, Homer the other day. Um, these guys look—it's still spring, obviously, but this is a team that's counting on these guys to maybe not look like rookies this season. And this spring, they they don't really look like like rookies.
1: Well, and that's the thing—you talk to people around the league, and they say. There's a lot of poise on this team. Uh, Greg Bird has earned comparisons to John Oleroot. Uh, Gary Sanchez, obviously you know what he did last year. Aaron Judge, even though he came up the big leagues and struggled uh, last year, he carried himself like a big leaguer, and, and you see that a lot on this team. Uh, Glaber Torres was compared to Miguel Cabrera by Joe Girardi this week. Uh, I, I think that you're throwing out a lot of big names here. But you also see reasons for it. It's not coming out of nowhere. So uh, you do see a lot of potential here. Uh, there's going to be growing pains. I am sure of it. At some point this year, there's going to be an 0 for 12 or an 0 for 15 or something like that from any one of these guys. But uh, you really see the adjustments being made. You see the, the presence of mind that uh, they're, they're here to work. They're not here to, to party and run around the field and have fun. Uh, I, I think what the Yankees have here is a really good group that uh, it, it's easy to look a couple years down the road and say that is going to be the heart and soul of a competitive team. And so I mean, it may happen this year as well, but I, I think that it's very easy to look for 2018 and 2019 and say you can count on that guy, you can count on this guy, you can count on that guy. So uh, there's good things happening all around this camp, and obviously they, they've been winning games in the spring too, which doesn't hurt.
0: The big non-story of the week. Clint Frazier getting a haircut, so we might as well touch on that a little bit because it brings up the the conversation that comes up, I don't want to say every year, but, but every once in a while somebody comes out and says, eh, maybe this shouldn't be a rule for the Yankees. But I feel like because it was George Steinbrenner's rule, and obviously George Steinbrenner no longer with us, but, but the family still in charge of the Yankees, It's never going to go away because of that, because this is a guy that was held in such regard and and ran this team, and and now he's gone. It's almost like a memorial rule that Yankees players will not have long hair.
1: Well, Reggie Jackson put it the best. He said that, you know, there are people in the organization here who are in their 70s who were here when George bought the team in 1973, and, and the way that they think the team should be run is the way that George would have wanted it. So I I think he actually said the way the sheriff wanted it is how we want it. And so I I think that as long as the Steinbrenner family owns this team, and uh, there's no indication that that's going to change at any time in the future. um, You know, Jennifer Steinbrenner recently said that this team is going to be owned by the family for generations. So uh, I think the New York Yankees, George Steinbrenner, those are synonymous. And the next thing that comes along with that is George Steinbrenner's facial hair policy and grooming policy, and 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 the thing with Frazier is he wasn't clearly in violation of it. I, it the hair didn't touch his uniform. Uh, he actually had a Yankee okay haircut, but uh, it just came down to be that, that Girardi and Frazier decided together that it was becoming a distraction. You know, it was creating media hype. You know, it seemed like all people wanted to talk about. When you talk about Clint Frazier, was Clint Frazier's hair. And, and don't get me wrong, I mean, it looked good, but I, I think he would like people to talk more about his play on the field. And he hit a home run here today in Dunedin, so clearly it wasn't a Samson-type thing. Uh, he can still hit with or without hair. And um, I, I, I heard him say that uh, he's getting a lot of positive reviews about the new haircut. So maybe it'll turn out to be a good thing for the Yankees.
0: Well, that's good. Good that he's getting the positive reviews. I'm sure Yankees fans are thrilled just to see him up with the big league club (laughs) at some point this season and hopefully hitting home runs and roaming the outfield. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Yankees edition. For Brian Hoke, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week.